Welcome to Her Education, the podcast. Today we are back with a mindset slash more like a self-development theme podcast. And I'm going to be discovering, (laughs) discussing the topic of finding your purpose in life. This is probably a little bit deep, but um, I get a lot of questions around like, I don't really know what to do with my future, or I don't really know what my passion is about. Or if they do know what they're passionate about, they don't really know what to do with it. So um, I really wanted to talk a little bit about this because I think this is a really important subject. There's nothing like finding uh, fulfillment in your work. And if you really don't know what you're doing, then what you want to do, then I guess you've, you won't have that feeling. So I wanted to start this episode with a little bit of a story from my days working as a personal trainer in the dungeon gym back in, oh gosh, it would have been like 2016, maybe even earlier than that. But if you want to know the full story of how I got into women's health, you can actually go back and listen to the first episode of the podcast. Um, But I basically kicked off my personal training career in this really old school gym that was located in a car park underneath a small shopping complex that was basically known for its typical bodybuilding clientele. So it was a little bit of a dungy gym. It was typically dirty and no one really wanted to go there unless they were kind of like hiding from society or um, bodybuilders. And it was probably a really hard place for me to start my career, to be quite honest. But it was actually also really helpful and I learned a lot about it. So, and I loved the gym. I loved the grunginess of it. But anyway, bringing women there was hard. Anyway, that's a story for another day. But I was actually fairly fairly lucky in a sense that I was actually able to work there for myself and it was basically rent-free. I didn't have to pay any rent. So it was super great. I could start off with like two clients or one and wasn't didn't have hardly any overhead. So it was super great for me. Now, there were other trainers that were working out of there as well at the time. And they were predominantly bodybuilding coaches that were also working for themselves. And one of the trainers in particular, who was predominantly in that bodybuilding coaching, I don't know, scene um, or muscle sculpting and was pretty well known for that, also partly owned a supplement store and was doing like a transition into that in terms of like long-term career pathway. Anyway, one day I was actually at the shop that he was part owner in to buy protein ice cream. <laughs> they they had this protein ice cream there. And this was in the days where I was like more into the bodybuilding type of training. I never actually competed in any bodybuilding at all. I just knew that was a disaster for me because I had really unhealthy relationship with food um, and knew that pathway was bad. Anyway, I also knew it was super unhealthy for you, so I didn't want to go down that pathway, but I liked doing that split training program, and I pretty much ate meal prep food from containers for a really long time. I counted macros, and I lived a very strict life around this. Um, It was pretty boring. It was pretty bad. But anyway, that's the phase of life I was in. So I was buying this protein ice cream, and we actually got talking about business, which has been something that I always naturally navigate to and what I was trying to do he, he basically was like you know we we're talking about what I was trying to do in women's health scene which at the time was basically just train women really well and I really wanted to just be the the known person in the area in women's health and be the trainer that was like yeah go see her um so I was explaining that to him and anyway he basically was like so like what's the long-term goal and the vision and like how do you plan to make money from this and what's profitable for you and 
Do you want your own space? Are you going to have a clinic? Are you going to have a gym? Do you want to have people work for you? Are you going to run group classes? And I honestly was like, mate, I just want to be good at what I do. And I honestly don't know like which direction I want to even go in other than like all I've thought about is like get clients, bring them into the gym, train them, make money, and then see what happens. That was basically it. Um, And he then pulled out this piece of paper and walked me through this explanation of uh, working out what you should do with your life. And for the sake of this podcast, let's just call this the circles of purpose um, activity. There was no name to it. I Like we just did it. And um, I actually kept this for a really long time. And I tried to find it recently when I was thinking about this podcast episode. And I know I have it somewhere, but I just can't find it. But I actually like have this piece of paper still. Um, anyway, so he drew this one circle on the piece of paper and he labeled it what do you like? And this was basically like interest, hobbies, activities that you really like doing, things you're interested in. Um, and you have to basically make a list of everything that you wanted like that, that fell into that category for that circle. And then he drew a second circle and that sort of overlapped the first one. And it and he labeled that, what am I good at? And this was like natural gifts or skill sets that you have. So this could be like communicating, public speaking, building communities, maybe connecting and building rapport with people, um, empathy, teaching, organizing people's lives, I don't know, whatever. Really good skills that you have that you're naturally really good at. And then the third circle, I mean, that could also be like what you were generally good at as well. Like, I don't know, women's health, <laughs> whatever could be like that but I use it more of a skill set thing and then the third circle he drew overlaps both of them so like they had that little like overlapping space in all three circles and that circle was money making and that was basically ways you could be paid um anyway at the point at which all those three circles met was what you could do with your life and I actually went home and did this activity And I put everything on the list and then I really looked at it and I realized that I had, like, I already kind of knew this, but I had a really, really big passion for women's health and generally improving health and well-being for people. And um, I mean, like in that topic, I had nutrition, I had skincare, I had gut health, I had hormones, I had women's health, I had pelvic health, I had lifting weights and prevention of disease and like self-care and like all of those same sort of things that fall into that typical category of like health and fitness and well-being and then I had like skills around um teaching sharing knowledge I was really good at explaining things to people I used to often catch myself at workplaces that were like hospitality jobs that I had back in the day and it was basically like me teaching people about nutrition that they had no idea and they're like I'm on a weight loss program and I'm eating 800 calories I'm like wait no why are you why are you doing that so I had this like real skill at teaching people and making things like understandable um and then I also had like I was really good at speaking in public and I was really good at like connecting and building relationships with clients at the time so I had like a lot of these skill sets I had drive I had motivation I was really driven I was independent things like that so I had all these like skill set on there um and then I wrote down what I could get paid for and at the time basically all I had was like one-on-one sessions or education sessions or group classes or having my own gym, or I even had think like speaking or at health events, which I thought at the time was like super impossible for me to do, but it was like, that's what I could do. Or like I could pre- create education or whatever. So I had all these different things on there, but 
I guess that category wasn't very big because I didn't really know which ways you could make money at the time. I was pretty early on in the life of working for yourself. So it's hard to know how you can make money until you're probably in that. But I really felt like this activity helped me really visualize um, how I could actually combine natural skills, passions, and I guess ways to make money um, to create an option for me to begin working towards something that I really, really enjoyed. So um, I revisited this activity like a couple of times when I felt like a little bit lost in terms of the direction that I really wanted to go with myself in my career. And I think as you grow as a person, you start to see those like different opportunities that either create money or maybe uh, ways to share your skill set or ways to, I guess, be creative in your skill set and deliver things like services. Um, And you also start to navigate towards, I guess, certain interests. Like for me, the nutrition side, like I still really love nutrition and like well-being, but it's not something that I probably really wanted to dive into to share with other people. Whereas like the pelvic health side of things, like I really naturally gravitated towards that and hormone health and things like that. So I guess that also popped up when I revisited that activity. Now, if you fast forward a couple of years, let's say in the last, let's say six months, I reckon, maybe even longer, but recently I've actually come across this concept called Ikigai which is an ancient Japanese philosophy that means your reason for being. And it is it is basically describes your life purpose, what brings you joy and the reason that we get up in the morning. I don't really want to dive too much into it because I'm not really that well-rounded in this. I've only really recently come across this, but it's come up multiple times for me. So I've heard it on so many different podcasts that are not related to itself like I wasn't in the title and I wasn't like oh I'm gonna listen to this but I kind of it just popped up randomly and then I think once my partner actually sent me an Instagram static post of this and it was like it's like a picture so I'm going to share with you the concept of the picture but it was a post and he said I think you might like this and I had never mentioned it to him before so I was like what how does he how did this even pop up on his feed like it's so random and then I recently was at the bookstore. I was actually at Kmart and I saw the book there. It's called Ikigai. And it's like the purpose of life or something like this. And I saw it in Kmart and I was like, whoa, that's random. Like there's a book on this. This is like the third time I've actually seen this in like a month. And then I left it. But then I went, um, I think it was when I was going to the wedding. I went to a wedding in Cairns and I basically went to the bookshop in the airport and they had the book there. And I was like, man, I need to buy this book. It's like the universe is saying like, learn about Ikigai. So I bought the book. Anyway, I read the book and it dives into like a little bit more about like Japanese people and like, um, I guess the places in the world where people really grow old and are really quite uh, healthy and um, live a really, really great life. And so it's about that as well as this Ikigai. Um, So in a nutshell, it doesn't go into the activity itself in the sense of doing it, but it, it describes a lot about it. Basically this whole Ikigai concept is very similar to the circles of passion that I created in well I didn't create it but I created the name that goes alongside the story from earlier and it basically adds more layers on top of those basic three circles that I talked about so it has um a fourth circle in the baseline so let's talk about the base of the actual concept is the is four sort of circles and it's basically what you love doing what you're good at and then Um, ways you can be paid and the fourth one is what the world needs so it brings in a concept of like you know purpose in a sense of like is your service or the thing that you want to do actually needed um and will has the potential to bring success I guess 
but then it also adds on like a, another layer of circles that start to cross over each other again. And those other four layers are mission, vocation, profession, and passion. And basically, you can basically fall into any aspects of these, I guess, circles, crossovers, and there'll be always something missing from, I guess, you feeling your true passion or purpose in life. So whether that's like uncertainty, whether it's like no financial reward, maybe no job prospects and things like that. Um, or maybe no need, or there's like, you don't feel like, I guess, um, a sense of like, no one appreciates what you do because it's not actually needed. So the idea though, is that you want to be right in the center of all circles, the intersection of all the circles. And this is basically considered your ikigai, your purpose for life. And basically the theory behind finding your ikigai is that you live a really long, uh, sorry, well, you do live a long life because it says that you actually live longer if you're living your true passion, but you also you also find your true purpose and you have a really fulfilling life that encompasses a lot more balance within, within you. So it's actually a pretty cool concept and it's like really ancient in theory. So I really like that, but I really recommend looking into this concept if what I am saying to you is resonating. I haven't dived super deep into the activity of that. I mean, there's a couple of um, different types of resources. You can look them up, but I just think it's really cool because a lot of people, I think there's a lot of option for us at the moment. And like, I'd almost sometimes think like it'd be so much easier to choose something to do if you only had three options versus like 3 million options. So um, I wanted to share that with you. But the reason I really, really wanted to talk about this today is because I actually hear so many people say that like, I don't really know what to do or I like women's health, but I just don't really know how I can make that work in my life in a sense of a career or like what the, what I should do with it. And I think that there is this issue of not having like a big picture vision for people or of what you, what they want to do or, or where they want to go. And this really stops people from actually doing anything because they don't really know what steps to take. Cause they're like, Oh, I don't really know what the long-term goal is and what I should be doing. So like, I don't really know what steps to take now. And I personally think that the big picture really doesn't come along until you sort of somewhat already on the journey and you already almost are moving through more of a process of elimination of what you don't like doing and what isn't right for you. So Therefore, you get closer to finding what you do like and what you are passionate about and how what type of work you really want to do. So for me, every new thing I've actually tried in my business or in my career has been basically the outcome of me not really liking or not really loving or resonating with what I was doing in the first place or before that, or maybe that I felt like there was something missing. And it's kind of put me onto the next path of like, well, I didn't really like doing that. So I might just get rid of that part and like try this. And I think that's what's really directed me it's not really so much like this big vision and like taking the right steps to get to the big vision it's like let's pick a make a decision about a certain pathway and then eliminate what you don't like about it and then uncover the passions that way so I think if you are really struggling to figure out what you want to do like where you want to go with your career then just start with my my trusty three circles of passion activity and it see what happens, see what comes up. I mean, when you really start diving into it, lots of things come up and you might really see something on paper that you're like, oh, yes, that's what could really work or that's how I could fit that into my life. And then if you want to go dive deeper into it, then you can go look into the Ikigai concept and listen to some more podcasts about it or read it, read the book or do some research on it. There's heaps of stuff on Google and you'll find plenty of ways to utilize this concept in your own way. I, when I looked into it a little bit for this podcast, I was like, whoa, there's a lot. But, you know, start there. And see what that brings you. Um, 
So yeah, find your ikigai, find your passion. Let me know how you go. Um, I hope this brings you value. And if it does, please let me know because when I hear how the podcast is helping you in your own journey, honestly, just lights the biggest fire in me to keep sharing this stuff with you guys. Um, And even if it's just one of you, it makes a difference because that's what I'm here for. If you think this might help someone else, please share it with them too. Part of my passion is building a platform and a like-minded community filled with really awesome people that are passionate about what they do too. So um, if you if you share the show, it really helps me with my icky guy, shall we say. Um, so I, I would really appreciate that too. I mean, I think you can leave a review too. If you guys want to really leave a review, I'd really love that. I've never really asked for a review or anything like that, but I would really appreciate that. So um, yeah. Anyway, thanks still being here and listening all the way to the end. I feel like most people cancel out here, but I really, really appreciate that. Um, and you being here anyway, even if it wasn't to the end, but um, I'll see you in the next one. Uh, bye.